Welcome to the Transcendental Journeys podcast. Each episode is a unique combination of contemporary and archival recordings with interviews, shamanic sounds, nature ambiance, and travel stories. Your host, Omananda, a three decades world traveler, German filmmaker, artist, and author, also known as Torsten Klimmer, who wrote Transcendental Journeys, a visionary quest for freedom, presents emerging solution-based progressive, and evolutionary concepts in this unconventional broadcast. We hope you enjoy the show and come back for more, since each episode is distinctly different and one of its kind. This is Omananda speaking, your host for the Transcendental Journeys podcast. I would like to share with you some stories in this transcendental podcast stories that I've come across during the last three decades of my travels across this beautiful planet. Hopefully what I'm going to tell you will inspire you to investigate the nature of yourself, which is most peculiar one thing I'm going to share with you in the show is music. Primarily shamanic music, which I've collected through my travels journey. Hey yo. Hey yo. Yes, so I am here in Madeira, which is an island of Portugal. The specialty in Madeira is that the water has um has been irrigated so that basically the water is irrigated over the entire island through these channels that are old channels ancient they've been built through a lot of work i mean there's a lot of stones have been moved in these water channels that they call levadas here so one side of the island similar to the hawaiian islands is a, is a wet island so it's constantly raining there and the other side of the island is fairly dry and so the people here on the island, they've built these old cave systems where they run the water from the dry side, uh, from the wet side to the dry side. And so the result is there's water everywhere, which makes this place very special. But it hasn't come easy for this to be all shared communally here. Now this is so, but there was a time here where there was a revolution and uh, students demonstrated against some British people who owned a lot of land and had a lot of money and they didn't want to share the water with the people. So the people, they had a revolution, some people got killed. And now these people that got killed, they are sort of the heroes of this island. Even though back then I'm sure they were the rebels or the revolutionaries for the people in power, not really liking them at all. I mean, they shot them. Yeah, so 
what feels so nice and freeing here now and so liberating so natural is something that people have died for back in the days and now the water channels run and here in the garden where i'm at it comes and it fills up the water tanks that have been built because part of any permaculture land the foundation is a big water tank a reserve that can water the plants when they need the water and here the rain hasn't been coming last year and this year it's been late and hopefully it will come the people pray for it and they wonder where it is but the climate is changing everywhere even here out way in the middle of the ocean people feel the effects so the effects of the global warming here is more heat and more heat means less water and less water means desertification yeah and in a desertification desert environment it is possible to bring the jungle back and that's what you can do through permaculture so you collect old plastic cartons and you not plastic but paper cartons cardboard and that's the first thing you do you cover the earth with cardboard and with mulch and grass and hay whatever you can find to just create layers and layers that protect the earth so the water in the earth doesn't doesn't get sucked out by the by the sun and after a while the worms come back and the microorganisms create this sort of really nice nutritious earth and now when you come here to this place like the neighbor's land is basically barren and empty and dry and you come here in this land which is like layers of mulch and you just create a hole and you dig down just a little bit you don't have to dig very far it's tons of worms and microorganisms and it's alive and it's a very healthy earth after three or four years of doing this so that's really nice really inspiring and naturally also some plants they just grow even though there's a lot of snails here the wild plants thrive and certain herbs they just the snails don't touch them because they grow here so and the trees that grow here they are definitely fine also it's right now in the madera it's avocado season and the avocados here they taste amazing because it's it's a volcanic island and all volcanic islands they have very nutritious earth because the minerals come from deep within the earth and when when that happens the plants they just grow profusely and here the avocados i've never tasted avocados like this even though i used to live in mexico in an avocado forest you'd say but here it is so yummy and um, before the avocado season came in there was a fig season on the island and there was so many figs and you could just go and pick them because they grow everywhere and yeah that was also very very nice and mango season is happening right now and they have just so many different varieties of mangoes here some mangoes are so good you don't have to peel the mangoes you just eat the mango the way it is with the skin and everything and the avocados you can also eat the seed it's a bit bitter but when you have a good blender you can you can blend them with the seed but you peel the skin and wow it's it's really good it just fills you up with some good nutrition and vitamin b17 which is anti-cancerous nature provides us with all the natural medicine we really need in a way and when we don't deviate away from the natural way of living and being in harmony with nature 
and keeping our environment clean and sort of being part of the natural cycle and living sustainably and recycling and simplifying generally the majority of the people live quite healthy with a few exceptions you see it in some places in greece and in italy where people get really old on certain islands um, they have clean air they have clean water they grow their plants in the garden and these people they get many people get over 100 years old and that's just natural these um, diseases that we know in the western world like diabetes and heart disease which are major major reasons of why people's quality of life decreases tremendously and they're dependent upon a pharmaceutical system and allopathic medicine it's because they're exposed to heavy pollution factors in the air in the water and also in the food the preservatives in the food that prolong shelf life and make it look better like coloring agents and chemical chemical things that are added to the food that is not good for the body and uh, somehow in the industrial age in which we live today it seems normal that we chemically pollute our bodies and our planet and it is not normal it is something that we have to really personally address because it is a personal issue we as the consumers who have the monetary power to buy the products that are advertised to us need to wake up to this and use the money that we spend wisely to to show what what it is we want the more organic and biological we produce and buy and support the more will be on the shelves because the companies they have to move with the consumers so it is up to the consumer's responsibility to direct the company's supply and demand chain yeah there's a car driving by supply and demand chain that then directs the production so that's what we as consumers the power we have as a consumer and it's on an, it's on an individual basis it's not like some people like my mom when i speak to her she's like oh what can i do we can do nothing anyway so world is so big and the politicians do whatever they want and oh yeah we just live our life and yeah but they live they live their life going shopping and buying non-sustainable products that are chemically polluted they put that into their body and they the earth gets the chemicals on the earth and the little creatures die the bees die with monsanto it's just the reality and um leading politicians including angela merkel wants to have roundup uh, coming into the agriculture and i understand some farmers they really depended upon that stuff but the farmers here they are not they don't have the money to have a biological certification but they they work with natural methods like the farmers also always have worked here in madeira some people use chemicals but others who have a certain level of awareness education and intelligence they they work with a natural way the way they the best they can and uh, when you use fermentation methods to actually create fertilizers in your garden you can do a lot of good things for your plants.
And the snails, for example, um, in the Rudolf Steiner Institute in Basel, when I visited, they showed me plants that were planted in the gardens there, in the biodynamic gardens, that attracted the snails. Because these people, like the anthroposophical societies and Rudolf Steiner kind of people, they don't believe in killing anything. They basically find solutions that redirect the energies of life so everything can thrive and be happy. And the bees and the bumblebees flying around there, they're just so abundant. It's beautiful to see. And here also in Madeira, you have a lot of different varieties of bees and bumblebees. And even the wasps, they don't bite you. They don't sting. They're really friendly. So these islands here, these islands are part of the Moluccan chains of islands. And they belong to Africa, actually. I mean, the conquistadores, the Portuguese, they sort of took these islands from Africa. But they really belong geologically to Africa. And in African uh, storytelling, these, these groups of islands to which Madeira belongs to, they are, they are called the islands of the blissful people. And it is really, it's a paradise here. It's amazing. And the ocean just brings up so much incredible ocean life, which the scuba divers really can enjoy here. And there comes very special fish up here. They look really like ooh, freaky, but they come from a thousand meters down up. And here on the fish market, you see them. People sell this stuff. For the vegetarians, it looks cruel to see the fish being killed. And But the people who love to eat fish, for them, it's uh, wonderful to have the ability to get this like incredible, still somewhat clean fish that comes from deep in the Atlantic. So it's nice to be here, uh, and I'm I'm here working on the pre-publication and the publication of my upcoming book that I'm doing. It's called Transcendental Journeys, a visionary quest for freedom. So this is like a personal journey of the last 28 years of my travels, where I begin to talk about my escape from East Germany, because I grew up in East Germany, which used to be sort of a socialist slash communist op oppressive regime. Um, there was a Berlin Wall and there was a wall around the whole country. And I escaped that country and I sort of risked my life for it. And I really wanted to be free when I was young and I still do. And that freedom became sort of a philosophical quest. And I kept on traveling, trying to find out what freedom is. And eventually I discovered and rediscovered myself and understood what life is all about to a certain level and it's ongoing the quest for understanding a truthful way of being and this sort of seeking has become a seeing in the last 10 after the first 10 or 15 years of travels it became more and more clear what it is and just really recently things really have fallen into place and also the people that I've met has become very real and beautiful and loving and amazing and and I have a positive feeling, a good feeling and I hope I'm hopeful for the future that it's possible that we can transform ourselves and each other on this planet into a more beautiful, peaceful, loving environment for our children's children and for the animals and for preserving nature and creating creating abundance for each other and sharing that with one another. We're so we're so clever human beings. We have so many solutions that we can bring in to to tackle the issues that we're dealing with. Uh, and 
and I believe we can do it. So I'm here doing this podcast number one for everyone and um, thank you for listening. Come back, I'll be doing tons more. Uh, as I said, I'll share some music and now you can listen to some cool music from a Yawanawa ceremony that happened in Norway. These are some jungle people that came out for the very first time deep from the Amazon, the ayahuasca people and wow, it's amazing, their music and their songs and I was blessed to participate in that and to know them. So enjoy! Om Namah Shivaya Om Shanti Shanti Hare Om Hare Om Transcendentaljourneys.com. Please remember that this is copyright material. And come back for more. There'll be lots. And it's just gonna get groovier and groovier and groovier. Stay tuned. Have a great time. Thank you for visiting. Peace and love.